Well, hey there, and thanks for joining us. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, welcome to the inaugural episode of The Greatest Audio File currently on iTunes. Well, that is until we release episode number two. That is true. You're listening to the Somewhere Out There show, and I'm Jesse. I'm Jen. Uh, follow us now for a magical journey through Star Wars spoilers and Christmas stories. You've been warned. Well, we are excited here for the first episode of the Somewhere Out There podcast. I'm joined with my brother-in-law, Jan. How do you feel, Jan? <clears throat> I'm excited, man. We're sure it'll be fun to look forward to the future. We're going to talk about our backgrounds a little bit. You know, marriage, kids, favorite things. And uh, Merry Christmas to all the listeners out there. Yes, Merry Christmas to all the listeners. And Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, I guess. We'll just yeah, hit them all, right? All the holidays. And if you don't have a thing you're doing... I hope you had a good 25th. <laughs> Merry nothingness to you. <laughs> nothingness to you. So, I'll go first. All right, I'm married go ahead. five years. Uh, my lovely wife's name is Kyla, and uh, she's actually, I think she was shopping today at Old Navy, some sort of 75% off, so I think that's where she was, but uh, we don't have any kids, and our favorite things really are helping youth. I'm a youth pastor, and I've um, been working for, with kids for quite a while, probably about four or five years now with teenagers. So, that's always fun. I like podcasting. I like listening to podcasts. So, I figured, hey, if they can do it, we can do it. So, we're looking forward to having a fun time. Uh, hopefully, you guys have a fun time listening to us. A uh, little bit about me. been married for 11 years now to my beautiful wife, Lucia. Um, we have two boys, seven and four, and uh, I love spending time with them and, you know, just uh, playing and... Uh, just having a fun time, hanging out with the family. And I also like to play golf and watch football. Let's get into our first topic, Star Wars. Star Wars. Dun, dun, da, dun, dun, da, dun, dun, dun. Okay, so this is spoiler. Let's yes. just make sure we get that out there. This is a full, not like a full review. Hit the but... alarm. I can't believe they told us that... Han Solo dies! No! Oh, and it's been spoiled. Oh, I'll tell you what, but we did see it today. I saw it for the second time. It was my first time, and it was a fantastic Yes, movie. it was so good, and uh, I'm not like a Star Wars homie, you know? Like, I yeah. wasn't like, oh my gosh, the Force is in my life, for Not real. a fanboy, yeah, no. me neither. I liked Star Wars, I've seen them all, but mm-hmm. I wasn't like, you know... Huge, you know, like a Star Wars nerd. I mean, there were some people that were, we were in line. I saw it t- last Saturday, and we were in line, and man, there's this guy dressed up in like a Chewy onesie, and there's another dude in a <laughs> oh, Darth what? Vader onesie. Oh my gosh. And I, the guy who was in the Chewy onesie worked for the theater, but the other dude in the Darth Vader one oh, just it was a, like fitting a 10 pound sausage oh and a 5 gosh. pound casing. I'll just put it that way. It That's the thought rough. of wearing a onesie to pub- yeah. in public. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know if it was the force that was strong with him or the fork. <laughs> no. I don't know, but <laughs> so yeah, we're not really like big Star Wars fans, but we're movie fans. Yeah, we're definitely. movie critics. We definitely. like to I like to see a good film that's got like purpose, and we both loved it. I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I don't think that uh, you know it's not perfect. It wasn't like the best movie in the world. Like my top three are like Jurassic Park. The first one, mm-hmm. Inception, Inception, and uh, Interstellar. Interstellar, really good. yeah, like movies like that that make you think 
It's nothing near that. No. You know, but it's in its own category. I think just from the history and the legacy of the series, yeah. you know, it's just, it. it's, when you watch it, it gives you that feeling of that nostalgia of watching the yes. original three. Like You're oh, going well, back. Yeah. So like playing lightsabers with your brothers yeah, and all that exactly, kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I'll start from the beginning. Like, it was so good to see... A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, come up in that that old blue, you know, tinty thing, and all of a sudden you just get, and at that point I was like, all expectations gone, I'm here at the movie theater, I'm seeing it again, and then the first time I was like, literally, in my seat, like, you know, jiggling around, it was Uh. so it was just so cool. I got a little giddy at that point. Yeah. When I started reading through the thing. I was like, oh, this is cool. It's and, you know, I don't really remember seeing... I didn't... I was born in 90s, so I didn't see the original ones in the theater. Yeah. But I did see uh, the third one in the theater. I don't even remember what it's called. The third one, which was the, the prequel. And I don't even remember being that excited about it. But I think just all the hype that it got from the world. I mean, everyone's doing Star Wars commercials yeah. and all sorts of stuff like that. But anyway, it comes into uh, this planet named Jakku. Pilot Poe is there. He's like the best pilot in the entire Resistance. And Luke Skywalker's missing. We don't know where Luke Skywalker is. And so uh, Kylo Ren and the uh, the First Order, they're going down into Jakku. And they got to find this map or this droid that's containing a map to Luke Skywalker. So there's like a big fight scene right there in the beginning. Yeah. And that first shot with the Stormtroopers on there, it was like... Hey, J.J. Abrams is bringing his A game. You could feel there was like yeah, you could, yeah, definitely. Like they were they were out doing something really important, and you you got that right from the beginning. So we meet a stormtrooper that he really this is his first battle. We realize later first battle, and he is questioning. He's, yeah, he's questioning whether he's really the right for side. the first order. Right. Now this brings up a good question. Do you think that this character, um, the stormtrooper, turns out to be Finn? You know, Finn is the one who uh, was questioning. He saw one of his buddies get killed, and it's like blood smeared on his his helmet. And he's like, "Oh man, I don't know if I want to do this. It's his first battle." Do you think that all those stormtroopers are under the influence of the dark side, or do they just they're just kind of ingrained in it? They haven't really made a choice. I don't think they made a choice. Mm-hmm. I think they like he well when later on in the movie he says he was taken as a child from his family mm-hmm. and was indoctrinated and brainwashed into the only thing he knew, which was the first order and being a stormtrooper. So. Um, yeah, I don't think they really do it by choice. I, think I agree. It's, it's one of those, and that's he just woke up from the from the programming, yeah. so to speak, of of the dark side, and yeah. then it was just like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I don't know sure that I want to kill for them. Yeah, so he makes that choice. Uh, obviously, this old ally of the resistance has the map. He gives it to Poe, and Poe puts it in a droid BB-8, who's our new R2-D2 reboot, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's great. You know, that puppet's real. It's an actual thing. Like, it's not CG. Really? It's not CGI. That thing it's like an actual robot? Yeah, it was built. It yeah, had remote cool. control. Four guys controlled it. No way. Oh, it was amazing, yeah. So, Poe puts the little flash drive USB into BB-8 and tells BB-8 to get far away, far away, and Poe gets captured, and we, we see Kylo Ren, you know. He's, he doesn't have his like big theme song like Darth Vader does, mm-hmm. but he's got a presence. Yeah, you know? no, we don't know who he is. Does. The voice I think was captured really well. <clears throat> There's like they... iconic voices, you know, like Bane. Right. Like man, Bane's voice, chilling. And then you have like Darth Vader. Same thing. I think it's they iconic. did a good job of 
making it similar to Vader, yeah. but not a carbon copy of it. Absolutely. Because you know I mean? so, he, and as we get into it, you'll see he wants to kind of be... He's a Vader fanboy. Yeah. He, if, <laughs> if, if he was in the basically. theaters, he would be in that onesie. And rocking it appropriately. <laughs> yes, he you would. know, like, it wouldn't be like... Oh, With gosh. a voice changer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, to speed things along, BB-8 is told to go, like, real far away. Poe gets captured. That village gets destroyed. We see the harshness right there mm-hmm. of the First Order kill all the villagers. Yeah. So, they go back... Um, to the First Order ship, and BB-8's going through this desert of Jakku. We meet Rey. Rey's a scavenger. She scavengers ships. Um, For parts. And, yeah, she's, like, it looks like, you know, she's very skinny, so it doesn't look like she's very, like, nourished. Right. doesn't look like she has a, a lot of good things going for her. There's one scene where she's cleaning the parts, yeah. and she looks at a lady across from her who's just old and right. withered, and I think in that moment she thinks, This is my is life. This, yeah, is this my life? Is this what I'm supposed to do? And, you know, I believe that Rey is Luke Skywalker's daughter. I, I think that's what it is. I There's can't see really... any other plot twist. I really can't. Yeah. And people are like, well, we don't even know if Luke was married. Hey, I don't know, man. Luke was the guy. Something Leia wasn't happened. married. Did yeah. They, hey. They didn't get married, did Good they? Good point. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, Rey is uh, a scavenger. She's got to get these parts. That bread thing, she gets these portions. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's pretty neat. That was like a Star Wars thing, you know? It was like, whoop. This bread, like almost just, like space food, like you know, like yeah. astronauts where they just powder like, and it's like, I'll take a piece of that muffin. I don't it look that like bad. Good, it? Like that's like a blueberry muffin. I'll take that. So she's eating her food or whatever. After she like she takes her parts, turns them in, gets portions, and it's obvious that she's <clears throat> running low on portions. Yeah. Uh, then we BB-8 meets her, and uh, they begin to develop a friendship at first. And what happens from there is back on the ship, Finn decides I'm going to break Poe out of here. Kylo Ren gets the information from Poe using the Force. That's another thing I liked about this movie. The Force, you could tell, was a weapon in yeah. this movie. Like, before, you look at all the other Star Wars, and yeah, it like brought lightsabers to them. You could do Force things over people and all sorts of stuff. But this one, that thing that Kylo Ren does where he just, like, makes people It's like, crazy. He can, read, he can read their minds. It's almost like I imagine he's just, like, jumbling all their cells around in their body, and they're just, like... Like, in, in this intense pain. They can't even scream out. That's yeah, how he gets yeah. the information from Poe, you know? <clears throat> right. So, right. Poe gives him the information, and uh, we go back. But Finn breaks Poe out. Right. Finn is that stormtrooper. Right. And he's like, I'm not with the Resistance. I just need to get away from the First Order. Can you help me? They steal a TIE fighter, which was so cool. How cool is that? Yeah. And, like, the sounds of the TIE fighter were there. That, like, so cool. And uh, they instantly become bros. Yep. You know, this is the biggest yep. bromance in the galaxy. Like, within four <laughs> minutes, they're like, I love you, man, yeah, you cool, cool, yeah. So, uh, they crash land on Jakku. Uh, hint, hint, Finn does not like Jakku. You'll see this throughout the entire yeah. movie. Finn does not like the planet Jakku. So they crash, Finn is like, I don't know where everybody is. Uh, the TIE fighter just disappears into the sand, which I thought was convenient. Yeah. That was pretty cool, like... How are we gonna track I think that she wreckage? said something. Remember, uh, Ray said something about yeah, sinking sand. Sinking sand at some parts of the of that of that planet. But so uh, Finn, like he's he's walking. Obviously, a very long journey. He has Poe's jacket. Mm-hmm. He's got Poe's jacket that he found. That's all he knows about Poe. He assumes that Poe is dead. Uh, he finds a little village where Ray is. Then he sees Ray getting attacked for the droid because you know that droid is worth parts. Right. We we found out earlier that the guy there that. Ray gets her portions from said I'll give you 60 portions for that droid and she almost did it yeah 
I mean, that's another thing that I, I really like about what the directors did about this movie. They showed the desperateness mm-hmm. of Ray. Like, the struggle, yeah. Yeah, like she was like, is this what I'm really going to do? And then she's like, man, this is 60 portions. I don't even know this droid. Hey, I could be good for a while. For a long time. Um, so some people are trying to steal the droid BB-8 from Ray. And uh, she can hold her own. No, that girl stick, can fight. Man. Hey, that she girl can, can fight. fight. Uh, <laughs> force or not, Ronda Rousey better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ronda Rousey, we could be here for a while with Ronda. But uh, to speed this up, her and Finn like develop a relationship together, a friendship. <clears throat> yep. They're going to steal a ship. It's like a nice ship, and she's like, Finn's like, "What about that one?" And she's like, "Ah, oh, no, that's garbage. The <laughs> ship they were going to steal explodes." And she goes, "Oh, the garbage will do." The first one that I saw. Man, people saw the Millennium Falcon as the garbage. They were like, they freaked oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Which I personally, I'm not a big fan of that. Let's clap at the end. That happened a lot in the movie we it were did, in. Today, more did. than the one I saw on like Saturday, like four or five times. There was the yeah, time like around. when Han Solo came. Out, oh yeah, when Leah, Carrie yeah. Fisher, uh, kind of you know, see, uh, see, is it C three PO? C three PO. C three PO. Yeah. See, I'm not a fan. Right I don't there, really. Man. Yeah, man, That's it's on guy. your shirt. That's yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, they escape in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Han Solo picks him up. That's where we see Han Solo, and they have these things called Rathars. Yeah, that was like a scene. I was like, we could have done without that. Yeah. But it was the guess, only way for them to escape was yeah. with those Rathars. So yeah. it just, that's where it played into the plot. And I, I kind of like this whole movie was an image I feel of Episode Four. Yeah, it was just like building the same thing. You right. know, they're getting into these cute little problems. They got to find a cute way to get out. Right. So it builds it up. So anyway, they escape from Han Solo's predicament there with these Rathars, and they go to this other planet. And a really cool part I liked was when Ray was going to this Earth-like planet, and she said, I didn't know there was this much green in the entire galaxy. Another little thing that I thought Abrams did where it was just like, I'm identi- I see who Ray is. I see she's struggling. I see she just wants to wait for her family, yep. whoever dropped her off in Jakku, to come back. Yep. Um, oh, man, what about that scene? This was before when she's, like, scratching that number on the, the wall. number, I And know. it just, like, pans out to just- rows and rows of these prison-like markings. So it's basically, it's calculating her life on Jakku yeah. since she got dropped off. And, and those, those just things for me, yeah, I've, cool. I've heard a lot of people say, well, the characters weren't developed that well. I felt that Ray was. Yeah. I felt that her character was just solid. It yeah. was, I, re- I really enjoyed watching her mature. And you don't really see her mature till the end of the movie. Yeah. Most of the movie, she's running away from what she is. True. I love that. There's a lot of running going on. It sets the up the second yeah. movie to just be like, Anyway, getting ahead. Yeah, yeah. So um, they get dropped off. They meet this character named Maz, who's like a Yoda, in my opinion. She, you know, yeah, she's not a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, she's seen. A, I love the thing <clears> where she says, I, when you live long enough, you can see the same pair of eyes in different people. I was like, that's cool. That's a good She yeah. calls out Finn, because Finn's like, man, I'm just trying to get away from the First Order. So after that, we think that Finn's departing from the scene. And uh, there's just like calling out to Ray, like a, a child going, no, no. And she goes down to this basement portion and then uh, she's like opening up the door, and then boom, she opens up this treasure chest, and what's in there? Luke Walker, Luke uh, Skywalker's lightsaber. Lightsaber. How cool was that? That was really cool. <clears throat> so she goes to touch it, and then boom, like there's this whole force call that happens, and she is just looking at Luke touching R two D two and R two D two powering down Kylo Ren, like stabbing people. Uh, it's rainy. Yeah. Kylo Ren's looking at her. She was on some sort of spaceship at some point, yeah. and then that disintegrated. And then it turned. Then they were in the woods, in the snow, in the woods, in the snow, in the final scene. Yeah, kind of like a, a foreshadow like to right, that. Exactly, looking into the future there. And then, boom! She's like, "What just happened?" And Maj tells her that was Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, and his father's before that. So you see, Anakin is tied into this, and Luke, and that's why to me, 
That's that's Luke's daughter. Ray is Luke's daughter, and she's strong with the Force, just like Anakin was strong with the Force. Very strong with the Force. So I'll let you pick it up from there. They they end up. So yeah, so there. Then uh, so everybody basically the Resistance knows that they're there, mm-hmm. as well as the First Order. So there's this yeah. big battle ensues. You know, for the for the uh, droid that has the map, mm-hmm. um, but it ends up where Kylo Ren and and uh, Ray were fighting. Oh, what a scene! And he realizes that she's seen the map because mm-hmm. he can read her mind. And they'll say for he says, "I don't need the droid. We have what we need." So they kidnap. Basically, he takes uh, Ray with him mm-hmm. on to the uh, Death Star Two yeah. Two Point <laughs> Death Man, how land. big was that oh, thing? That was yeah. cool. Um, so basically, and then it ensues, and it goes to where you know she ends up uh, breaking out of out of the uh, Death Star using her her power. She kind the of force, taps into yeah. the Force there, and she realizes it's a cool scene where her and and Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren's trying to take the the information from her brain, yes. you know, because he can read her mind, but he can't do it. And all of a sudden, she says, "I see the fear," and you're like, the Force awakens in mm-hmm. her. And man, it's just you have to watch it to see the nuances of it. But it was amazing. Yes, you know how she kind of starts realizing she has the powers, mm-hmm. and then uh, they end up blowing up the Death Star <clears throat> through a, a, a fight. And there was a great uh, great battle scene between Kylo and Rey. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the woods there, and uh, that's that's one of those points where some people had a problem with. Yeah, and I, I had a little bit of a problem as well. Like, how does she, how is she able to defeat this? You know, this guy who's been trained by the dark side, and he's you know yeah. had so much training. He's been trained by Luke. He's been trained in so many different facets mm-hmm. into Force. But this girl who's just realizing that she has the Force within her is able to to take him down. So you know, that's something that that you know. Could have probably been done yeah. a little differently, but I didn't have a huge problem with it, but it, there's something that makes you think like, okay, kind of odd. Yeah, and odd. one of the things that with that whole thing, we know that uh, Kylo Ren is struggling. You know, there's no this question. huge guy, I, I believe his name is Snoke. He's like the he's like the uh, Emperor Palpatine, you know, Darth Sidious character of this movie. Mm-hmm. And we know that Han Solo had a son, yep. and that's Kylo Ren. And so... Kylo Ren has so much. He's still got to learn. Even this General Hux guy, who's like he like he's he's the one that's like leading the First Order, like the troops part of it. He seems more powerful than Kylo does. More set in his ways. Yeah. And Kylo, well, I think he's, he's probably been in it longer. And, yeah. Yeah. And he's resolved. Kylo's right. not resolved. There's a scene where Kylo yeah. is like looking at Darth Vader's mask and saying, "You got to show me again, right? Because I'm having problems right now. Like I feel that call to the light. Yeah. So." And, uh, you know, Kylo Ren kills his dad, Han Solo. Yeah. Unbelievable to me, but necessary. You <laughs> necessary. Know? For, on two fronts, right? Yeah. On, on one front, because he has to become that dark yeah. side. You know, he has to fully involve himself into the dark mm-hmm. side by killing his father. The one call that he still had to the light, even though his mom's still alive. But at the same time, hey, Han Solo didn't want to do any more movies. Yeah, so they you had know, to Harrison get rid of him somehow. There you go, Harrison. So, Take your right. 20 mil. Take your 20 and You're go home good. now. But uh, I think the second front you're talking about is there's got to be something for the for the viewer to be like, yo, this guy's for real. Right. Like when we looked at uh, all of the other villains of other times, like Bane. Let's just talk about Bane because I think I have him in my head because of the voice thing. But Bane cracked Batman's back. Mm-hmm. Like put him out of the game. That makes him unbelievably to the viewer like this guy yeah. is dangerous and so you look at Kylo Ren he killed some villagers you start to see this struggle with, between him and his master and then him and this General Hux character and then him and Ray. and then he's not 
it's like, man, this guy's not a Sith. <clears throat> he's yeah. not the Darth Vader that we know. He's then not. he kills his right. dad, and it's like, okay, like, and he he lied to his dad. He was like, I need. Maybe he didn't lie to his dad, but he was like, I need you to like, will you help me? He drops his helmet. Everything's like, dude, what's gonna happen here? Is Han gonna pull this guy back? And then he just boom, sticks a lightsaber yeah. through him, and it's like, oh my gosh, he just killed his flesh and blood. He's killed his dad, yeah. and he's not even shedding a tear. Yeah. No. So but I think yeah he he kind of lulled him into yeah. getting you know into that point so he could, so he could kill him I think that kind of was his intention yeah. from the get go and that is just to me like classic dark yeah side. no that like, was just yeah. deception that is Star and Wars yeah, oh, yeah in a nutshell there and so the planet the death the death star two point gets blown up uh, they uh, fly away R two D two gets like oh okay I'm gonna be active now and uh, displays the other part of the map. And the movie ends with Ray seeing Luke Skywalker, who does the cheesiest, <laughs> the cheesiest little flip of his hood. Like, when he does it, his hands go like, oh, It was very I'm dramatic. It was very dramatic. I'm here. You know, like, that was one of the best kept secrets, because a lot of people are like, oh, man, Kylo Ren is Luke. He's turning to the dark side. And, uh, oh, no, Luke, he's, he's going to be in there early in the movie. The last, yeah, like, the last scene. I know, I was wondering, where's seconds. Luke? What's going on with Luke? And all of a sudden, he pulls out. He's on the top of that mountain. And uh, it was a pretty cool scene. I thought he was going to like reach out and oh, suck yes. the drive saver from, yeah. from... But it just basically, it's a panoramic shot spinning around of him and uh, Ray. And you're like, yeah. oh, no, it's over. I, like, I got to no. wait. That's the thing. I didn't want it to be over. I wanted it to continue. I wanted to see yeah. what, you know what how the story develops. Uh, so before. if you so were to good. say... What were the things that you liked the best about the movie? I thought I liked the uh, the costumes. I thought were fantastic. Really? I thought okay. going back going back to the old school, the, mm-hmm. you know, not the CG, all the you know computerized graphics mm-hmm. and all that. Um, I thought going back to actual characters in the costumes. I thought it gave it that old school feel. You know, going like it's proceeding or uh, following the episode uh, episode six. Yeah. So I thought it was. I thought I liked that a lot, and I liked the fight scenes. I thought the action scenes were really well done. Um, the fight scenes were good. Yes, I thought they were the, good. The choreography the, was great. The plot was good. There was some twists in there that you mm-hmm. didn't expect. Kind of kept you engaged throughout the whole movie. So I, I thought it was uh, overall two thumbs up. I thought yeah. it was a great movie. What I like the best is that they they fed you little pieces of, <gasps> oh my goodness, truth throughout the entire yeah, movie. Like, that's good. Like your father's aboard the Millennium Falcon. You're like, what? Kylo <laughs> Ren is, is Han Solo's Son? kid? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then you just... For me, the biggest part was we have two solid characters. We have Rey, who is, she throughout the whole movie, she's not ready to accept that she is Force strong. Mm-hmm. You see her start to test out those powers, and then that lightsaber battle, battle at the end, yeah. she embraces it. And then you see Kylo Ren, who, again, is not a set guy, but then he kills Han Solo. Like That's the step for him to just slip into the psychotic dark side. Yeah, and I think that's all- the thing, though. So you have... You have- both of them, and I think that's what solidifies them for the future, right? Yeah. To be those two pillars. Absolutely. Because they so, both in- solidify themselves as, you know, she's now solid in the force on the light side. He's now solid, solidly into the dark side now. So that sets us up for a great second movie. I think so. I feel like it's going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome. So what things did you not like or you wish were better? I only have a couple. Uh, for me, it was just that... Um, Kind of like the whole thing where she becomes so... She's kind of like a Mary Sue. Like, she's able to do everything already. Yeah, well, and yeah, like, she just instantly... She's, you know, picks up a lightsaber and now she's... <laughs> man, she's, like, yeah. fighting this guy that's, you know, been trained for so long. Um, so I thought that was just a little... You know, I don't know if I'm fully on board with how that all went down, but that's kind of really the only nitpick I have on the movie. Everything else I pretty much like. 
And the only thing I didn't really like was the develop of Finn's character. I just felt like there could yeah. have been a lot more there. And I know, I, I've watched the interviews with John Boyega, the guy who does it, and he just seems, like, too excited. Like, I get that this is, like, a Star Wars movie. You know, you're, you're, you're becoming what, obviously, is going to be the best movie of 2015. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be the most grossing movie ever. Oh, you know, no net question. gross, yeah. as far as we've seen. And I just feel like he... The the way that J.J. Abrams used his comedy and the, his lines, the way they were delivered, to me, didn't take away from the movie, but it made me not feel bad for his character. Like, when he got sliced, he didn't get sliced up, but he got cut on the yeah, back. Yeah, he got cut on the back. I wasn't sorry. I was like, okay, is are, are they going to kill did. him here? Because <laughs> he, seemed, he seemed expendable. Yeah. It, I would say that. And he's got, there were some moments there, like when he's telling Ray that I'm not a part of the resistance. Right. I'm just trying to get away. I liked him there. And another part where that... Yeah, when Yoda, genuine, just kind of... Yeah. yeah, and when that Maz character is like, you have the eyes of a runner, and he's like, you don't know me. You don't know what I've seen. The First Order's going to slot. He's like, I'm like, okay, Finn, he's got some depth. But he was just shallow. And, and when you compare it to Rey and Han Solo and even Chewbacca, like, mm-hmm. these guys have very deep character development. But Finn just... Almost there, so I'm, I'm excited to see. But I got a feeling it's it's go, he's gonna his character his character will get more depth as the uh, as the as the series goes on. I think they they have enough time to develop all the characters yeah. fully. So. And that's the other thing. Yeah, like uh, th- th- that's why to me it's like not a big thing. And then the other part was just the comedy. I felt the comedy was okay, but again, most of that came yeah. from it was okay. Just things in my mind that I could thought could have been better. So to wrap that up, I'm excited for the second movie. I can't wait to see what's going to be coming up next. So, me too. I'm fully on board. I like the direction the um, the series is taking now with this yeah. movie going forward. I like it a lot. Absolutely. So we're going to go into our final topic, which is Christmas stories. Christmas. Um, this Christmas was interesting. Uh, How so? Okay. I love my wife to death, mm-hmm. and Christmas is nowhere near like you know like getting presents and all that all that type of stuff. It's really just for me. Getting you know, getting to be with family, getting to spend time with everyone, with you and, and Lucia and the kids and and all that. But uh, this year, all of our gifts from a- all of my gifts from Amazon didn't show up. <laughs> they, they're still not here, and it's not like oh man, it's Christmas. I'm just saying like that's comical to me. Like an Old Navy, she ordered some stuff from Old Navy, and they sent her an email that said, you know, it's not going to happen until like December 29th and all that kind of stuff. So it was like. Man. So basically, she was late. She was a little she late. She was a little late in the shopping. It, yeah, that's really not her fault because I didn't give her a lot. Like this Christmas, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I didn't have a desire for a lot. It's the first time in a long time that I felt like I have everything that I need. And I don't know if that's a part of me like growing up. I think so. Or what it I is. I think it's a part of maturing and you kind of realize things are nice, but they're not necessary. Like she got me these socks, these ham and egg socks and these socks that said swag on them. They're dress socks. And another sock that had, like, raccoon with pink eyes. And I'm like, this is great. Like, I was excited about those. About socks. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, thought, it was, I thought it was it was pretty cool. That's pretty but, cool, yeah. And uh, I guess, well, why don't you talk a little bit about how the illness has bit no, your family this year. Oh, my goodness, man. Again. <laughs> so, for work, I had to go. I had to travel the week before Christmas. Came back, and I guess I must have brought something with me from the plane because that weekend... Got back on uh, that New late Orleans Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Me and my wife were sick as dogs, <laughs> uh, bedridden almost. And so, you know, by Monday, Tuesday, we're feeling better. 
And uh, so then by Tuesday night, here come the kids getting yeah. sick. Well, we want to join. Hey, what about us? Don't forget us. <laughs> yeah. So now they're, you know, they're getting, they're, uh, they got sick. So now they had to go to the doctor mm. the day before Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, we didn't want them not to have the medicine they needed if they needed yeah, that yeah. infection. So we took them in. We probably wouldn't be just recording just a cold virus. No, no question. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like we this year we've been getting sick quite a bit, mm. you know. So I'm glad it's it's over, and they're feeling better. But uh, not Christmas, but the the sickness is passing. So yeah. hopefully, uh, it's the new year will bring uh, more immunity to us. Do our you home. feel like this Christmas was different? Very different. I feel like this Christmas almost felt unChristmas, like not like Christmas. Yeah, it's like weird. What? Why? What's missing? What is it? Is it we're so busy, you know, doing stuff and, yeah. and things going on in our lives, or? Is it the weather? Because it was so hot. That that was probably a very I think that subliminal was, that was a part effect. Of it. Subconscious thinking. Because it was like eighty six degrees yesterday. Eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think I'm living with my in laws, so yeah. that's just different. It's like you have a room now. You don't really have a, a right. whole apartment to decorate. Right. And you have to walk around with clothes on. Like that's a huge thing. <laughs> no more underwear <laughs> runs to the uh, the fridge refrigerator. But I mean, overall, I thought I thought it was a good Christmas in a unique way. Do I think that, like, compared to last Christmas, it was better? No, I wouldn't say better, but I just think it was a different Christmas. I'm looking at it from 25 years old. You're looking at it from... 36. Yeah, so it's very different. You have two kids. Right. You know, I my mean, wife and I are saving money, which is great. Yeah. So we had to make that sacrifice to be living in, you know, our in-laws' house, which is a blessing when you really think about it. Like, we've been able to do a lot with that and the weather and the mm-hmm. illness and all that stuff, so... Yeah, it was just a strange Christmas... Uh, season, you know, it just seemed to get here real fast, and now it's over. It's just like wow, one day it's done. But it was great. Got to spend time with family and friends and see everybody. So that was a, uh, that was a great. I thought that was great. Um, just just the feeling of Christmas. It just yeah. didn't feel like you know like the, your normal. Wow, we still have it's New Christmas. Year's Eve. Yes, you know. Yes. And next next week when we record, you know, uh, when we when we have our podcast next week, we're going to talk about resolutions. Do we do them? Do we not do them? I want to uh, set a couple. Ha-ha. I want to set a You're couple between the two of us and see what happens. You I'll know? tell you what I'm going to do on our next podcast. Okay, that sounds good. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We really appreciate you as a listener. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. This is great. And we're going to continue to evolve this as we yeah. go along. And it's the first podcast. And I, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy it. We enjoyed recording this. And hopefully uh, you guys will join us next week when we put out our next uh, yeah. edition and don't forget to rate us on itunes uh there's a rating button when you give us good ratings that gives us good feedback let know we're doing something right and um if you want to leave feedback in the rating that's great too you know Absolutely. we, we want to get better we want to make this something cool yeah, and know. subscribe to us on itunes and any other format that we have out there so i want to appreciate you giving us your ears and we hope that your brain and head is now full of good things kind of Absolutely. And if you didn't get anything from this, come back next week. Hey, we're going to try again. We're going to hopefully improve as we go along. And uh, give us two to three listens before you (laughs) make a judgment, you know? All right. Until next time, stay out of trouble. All right, guys. Take care.